It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello and welcome in to the very first episode of Football Moves. I'm so happy to have you with me. I am Vince Quinn. I'm going to be the host of this fine show, giving you the major stories in the NFL every single week and so i'm looking forward to have a lot of fun and i hope you're ready to go because first off football season started it started um the bears and the ravens squared off in a preseason game which is probably the worst sentence you could ever hear as a football fan (laughs) it's not it's not all that exciting but it's the start it's there is football on now and i will say this because What you're going to get now is we're entering that point of the year now that the preseason has started where people are going to consistently bitch about football. If you're one of those people, I'm sorry because it's a brand new show and I don't have this kind of credibility yet necessarily, but you know what? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you so much. Um, it's it's preseason football, and there's no there's no fake advertising here. This isn't like a cartoon villain is like, oh, what do you know, free pies, and then they like take the sign off, and it's a jail cell. No, you know exactly what's happening. Either tune in and watch preseason football for what it is, and enjoy it, or don't watch it. It's that simple. It is preseason football, and in the grand scheme of things. It doesn't matter all that much if you don't want it to. Uh, I like watching third string guys. I like watching fourth string guys. I just, I enjoy it. I'm a football obsessive. So I'm going to watch the preseason games. For the Eagles especially, I'm going to watch those games. You can guarantee it. And so I don't need to hear all that complaining. I know it's going to be out there and people are going to do it. Uh, look, there's, there's no misinformation out here. If your gripe is I want to shorten the preseason to two games... I can understand that, but I like it at four. I do. I think it's totally reasonable. You got to get these guys reps. They don't practice as much as they used to, especially hitting. They don't do that as much as they used to. They need game experience, especially these backup guys who aren't refined starting players. Like Get them reps. Yes, four preseason games is fine by me. But anyway, I want to get that out of the way just because... They did play the Bears and the Ravens, and and people will bitch. But here's the other thing is there's very reasonable complaining that's also already started. I didn't get to see the game. I had to watch the Phillies. I was doing a show on WIP. So, hey, Phillies come first. But the big complaint that happened out of this game is, and already, it's the enforcement of the helmet rule. 
And so there were two penalties against the Ravens, and I'm not sure if there were more against Chicago, but they're already complaining about how frequent the, the rule is being legislated and how incorrectly it's being legislated. I think that is the biggest problem here, because when you look at the NFL, this is a big-time rule. We're talking about tackling. Tackling? It's every play. Every play. Somebody gets tackled, for the most part, and and so... When you've got all of this tackling that's going on and you're making a rule about helmets and tackling, and oh, by the way, everyone's wearing a helmet too, this is a very messy situation. And it is a judgment call and things are split-second decisions. So it's a hard enough rule on, on the surface to legislate anyway. Then you factor in the fact that there's a lot of referees that are new this year. New guys who don't have NFL experience. And you could say, hey, Vince, these guys were college referees. It'll be fine. No, it's not. Think of Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush was the greatest college player you've ever seen. Oh, my God, he was amazing. He made people look like idiots every single time he touched the ball. He was the one player that was never tackled. But once he got to the pros... Totally different game. You couldn't just run past people. The speed of the NFL is significantly greater. And for these guys, they're going to have to legislate the most bang-bang play in football and do it correctly. And there's a possibility of guys getting ejected. There's going to be fines attached to all this stuff. And it's going to be very hard for the NFL. So strap yourselves in for that. It's going to be a complete mess. I, I really, I don't know how this is going to go. They might have to rewrite the rule, which, which will be the most likely case. You might hope for them to get rid of it because it's going to be so silly and poorly officiated. But realistically, they're making this supposed to be a stance about player safety. And, and here's my, this is my deep level conspiracy theory, is that secretly they just want more money for their charities. Whatever. <laughs> like They need good PR so badly that they're better off finding their players all the time so they can use that money to go to like different NFL related charities and get the publicity that way. I don't know. Like it's so they're not going to get rid of this rule. All right. It's not going to happen. They're not getting rid of it. So maybe they tweak it and we see that we could see that as, as soon as before the season starts, really. I mean, this, the scrutiny of the helmet rule is going to be fascinating. I think it's hard to officiate. I think it's going to be very unfairly officiated. It's always hard for defensive players. They get fined more than anybody. They get flagged all the time to great consequence. But what's pass interference for a wide receiver? 15 yards. What is it if it's pat or 10 yards? Uh, what is it if you have pass interference as a defensive player? Oh, it could be 70. Why not? If you're that far down the field, I mean, it is ridiculous what these guys put up with and they're dealing with the helmet rule with new officials it's going to be brutal so that is complaining that i think is very fair and should certainly be uh be paid attention to now the other thing is as we're talking about this it is the preseason and there was a viral clip that went out of marquise goodwin who's a wide receiver for the 49ers and by the way an olympic track athlete he was he was that kind of caliber runner in college Well, Goodwin burned Richard Sherman in practice, and the clip went viral. Oh, here's Richard Sherman and and his Achilles, and he's old, and he's done, and whatever. Here he is getting burned. One, again, Goodwin is just among the fastest people literally on the planet, and so he's going to beat people. And the other thing is, and this was the point that Kyle Shanahan brought out, and I think this is 
it's very smart by him. It seems common sense, but it's not. And so here's what Kyle Shanahan said more or less. He said, look, this is training camp. These guys are doing things to get better. And what that means is sometimes they're going to do stuff that's outside of their comfort zone. And think about it. Say you're a cornerback. Maybe you're going to work on your technique. Maybe it comes to hip placement or how you're going to jam. Not to say these are the things that happened in this play, but these are the kinds of things that you'll work on. Uh, Hand fighting. You know, you're going to work on a lot of different things with technique. And so you're going to try those things in practice and it's not necessarily going to work because you're practicing it. Uh, If you're a great basketball player, and sure, you can you know you can drive and do great layups and awesome dunks. Can you shoot a hook shot? Probably not. And the first couple of times you took a hook shot, I mean, imagine it. Like if you play basketball and you probably you might not play all the time. And I don't. If I went out there and I took a hook shot, it would be the worst hook shot in history. You'd be like, oh my god, this guy's an idiot. But that but you're learning a new skill, and you are going to make mistakes. You're going to adjust for these guys. You're adjusting a skill. You're tweaking it. And that is going to lead to mistakes. And so we're in an age now, and I don't think this is a bad thing. This is fine. But you get a lot of live tweeting of practices. Hey, this guy just made a big play. This guy just had an interception. Uh, This guy threw an interception. Whatever. You get all of these updates, and the assumption is, oh, that's good. Oh, that's bad. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's bad. And Andy Reid had to do the same thing to an extent, saying, hey, look, Patrick Mahomes, who apparently Patrick Mahomes is throwing interceptions all over the place in Chiefs training camp, which is a bit of a story because they traded Alex Smith to the Skins, great trade, and now they're starting Mahomes. So there's going to be some speculation about that move. Now, Andy Reid said a similar thing, saying, look, he's got to be familiar with the offense and he has to try things. He has to make bold decisions, and it's good that he's doing it in practice because otherwise, when is he going to make those mistakes? He's going to be making them in games. You need to test your limitations. Patrick Mahomes is doing that, and for Richard Sherman in San Francisco with this viral clip, same thing. He's testing that out, and uh, you know things are going to look bad from time to time, but ultimately these guys are working on stuff, and they're not treating it like a game necessarily as much as they're practicing hard. And so you can't judge things in training camp for being a one-to-one comparison of this play was a completion and, and it would be a, very likely a completion in a regular game. Not necessarily. So I, I want to get all that out. Now, we've been talking about San Francisco, and if you didn't see this Colin Kaepernick story, oh my God, this is this is peak stupidity for the NFL. I, I can't believe this. So here's what happened. At, the NFL comes out with Madden, Every single year, and I, I mean, I've stopped buying it. I, I just don't think it's a great game anymore. But Madden has come out, and every single year, one of the big things is this soundtrack for Madden. Now, it turns out that Colin Kaepernick is mentioned in a rap song on this year's soundtrack, or at least he's supposed to be. Colin Kaepernick, like all of the bad words that you'll hear, and, and by the way, I'm sorry if you heard my previous show with BGN, I used to curse all the time. Uh, this is more of a family-friendly network. I will be not cursing, and and I'm sorry for that if you enjoyed my cursing. But uh, they they would have swear words in the rap song that get bleeped. Well, in this case, Colin Kaepernick treated like a swear word and bleeped out of the song, which is like what they they bleeped his name in in Madden. And here's the thing about it: is 
EA's response to why they did this for Madden 19, bleep Colin Kaepernick out of a song, which, by the way, it's a song that they picked. You you guys put this song on your soundtrack. It's not like you had to do it. They put this song on there. They bleeped Colin Kaepernick, and they said they did it because they didn't realize that they they had the rights to say his name in the song, which is completely ridiculous because if you consider this, whether you've played Madden or not, think about this. They've been producing games for a very long time, and they've had rap songs in their games for a very long time. Now, if you're going to tell me that they've played all of these rap songs and every name that's ever been mentioned in a rap song, which happens all the time. I mean, every rap song has analogies and every rap song, it's like, hey, I'm Michael Jordan, I'm the, you know, whatever. Like, it's just athletes and people in general get mentioned in rap songs all the time. If you're going to tell me that they had the rights to every single name that's ever been mentioned in an EA Sports video game, I have a serious objection to that. And so EA knew full well exactly what was going on here. EA, when it comes to Madden, is very much the NFL's video game arm here. So the NFL as well decided that they were going to bleep Colin Kaepernick. Now, it it gets worse. It gets worse because here's the thing. When it comes to Kaepernick... It turns out, and and for whatever reason, it didn't get picked up on last year. They bleeped him out last year, too. And and here's the thing, is Kaepernick wasn't in a collusion lawsuit at that point. He was just a guy that was a free agent that wanted to get a job. That's all he was. He was just a free agent player. He was in the game. EA Sports, hey, he's in the game. They bleeped him last year. So... They've done this twice now, and when you consider that Colin Kaepernick has a collusion lawsuit that is on the way, and they were bleeping him out of a game that he was in, I mean, my God, this looks bad for the NFL, and it's a it's another reminder that this collusion lawsuit is, it, there's just, <laughs> that's going to be a wild ride, and it, it's still on the horizon, and it's it's far off in the distance, it seems, especially with the season coming up now. But man, do not forget about that collusion lawsuit. I, I just think that thing is it's going to rip the NFL to shreds because it's proving how incompetent they are. I mean, they just bleeped Kaepernick from the song. And it, it, again, they pick the songs. They picked them. It's not like there's five bands that exist. Like, oh my God, Beethoven turned down the rights. So uh, I don't know. What are we going to do? Well, let's get this guy to rap about Kaepernick. And by the way, the other thing is they always make it so that NFL, in these NFL games, Madden, Madden games, that rappers make NFL references. They'll encourage guys to be like, hey, do like an NFL version of this song where you're mentioning, you know, like back in the day, be like, make sure you're mentioning Brett Favre and Peyton Manning and Adrian Peterson. You know, like, yeah, just that'll be cool. You know, so they, they like doing that. And so they're digging their own grave here. I mean, you're asking rappers. Think of how dumb this is. Think of how monumentally dumb this is. You're a game developer. You bleeped Kaepernick already and got away with it. And now you're and you continue to ask rappers to have songs or you select songs that have Colin Kaepernick mentioned in them. I mean, if these guys are writing the lyrics for these songs for Madden, making adjustments for Madden and you're saying, hey, put put players in there. Do you not expect these guys to mention Kaepernick? Really? 
Really? Really? I mean, it's unbelievable how dumb all of this is. So I just, I, I'm floored. I'm, <laughs> you've seen so many scandals with the NFL and dumb incidents that they've had over the years. And it's hard to be surprised with their stupidity, which is really immense and impressive. But holy crap, uh, it's it's just mind-numbing how they can always come up with new ways. It's like baseball. There's always like, oh, I've never seen that in a game before, despite be- baseball being so incredibly old. Well, it, this is the same thing. This is a pitcher hitting three home runs on a Tuesday afternoon, which has never been done before. It's the same thing. It's just so mind-numbingly ridiculous that they find these new ways to successfully prove how dumb they are. I, I, I'm stunned. Now... A related note is the guy that's on this case with Colin Kaepernick in the collusion lawsuit is also a guy that was a 49er and knelt with Colin Kaepernick. He is Eric Reed, a safety, a young and very talented, by the way. He's not old and washed up. This is a young, talented player in Eric Reed who didn't get a job earlier this offseason in part, in theory, because the Bengals asked him about how he would handle the anthem and he said, I'm not sure yet. I still might protest. And after a couple of questions about that, he didn't get the job. So he joined the collusion lawsuit, but he might leave the lawsuit. Um, The safety market, which has been really talented. There's a lot of young guys. It's not just Eric Reed here. So that hurts his case anyway for collusion. Uh, Kenny Vaccaro is another young guy in Trey Boston who was uh, with the Chargers. He was a free agent, just got signed in the past week or so. But the Titans had an ACL injury to Jonathan Cyprian. And so now that Cyprian is done for the year, which is one of the really sad and frustrating things about training camp in the preseason, so many players don't even... It's like baby sea turtles making their way to the ocean. It's just like, hey, there's 50 of them running. It's certainly not 50 that are going to make it in. So... Jonathan Cyprian is down. Kenny Vaccaro is getting asked to go to Tennessee. And Eric Reed is as well. So Eric Reed, if he's able to get a job, that could... Well, it, it won't have much influence on Kaepernick, but from a optics perspective, the NFL could be like, well, look, Eric Reed got a job, and he was a part of the collusion case, so I don't see the problem here. So so that's something to keep a note on when it comes to that case. And for the Titans as well, hey, it's called football moves. So that, that's a move to pay attention to is who they bring in as that safety because there are young talent. And, and in general, what happens with these guys? Because they're young, talented players. Now, speaking of young, talented players, um, we're going to do the opposite of that. We're going to talk about a guy who sucks, and that's named Josh Allen. Josh Allen is going to be the bust of the draft. I'm 100% certain of this. Josh Allen sucks. He is... The best way I've been able to describe Josh Allen is if you get something and you photocopy it, and you've seen something sometimes, like we have prize sheets at WIP for people who win stuff on the air, and we've gotten one copy, and we got that original, and we have photocopied that thing like a million times, and it just gets blurry, and it gets a little, the text gets a little bit fat, and it's a little off kilter. Like Josh Allen got compared to Carson Wentz going into the draft because he played at a smaller school in Wyoming. He moves around a little bit, and he's got a big arm. So he got compared to Carson Wentz. Josh Allen is if you got Carson Wentz and you photocopied him. 10 bajillion times. That's what comes... It's just... It's bloated and ugly, and it's it's not the thing that you thought you were promised in the first place. Josh Allen sucks. And I, 
I just can't say it enough. And this guy's going to be a massive bust. And here's the proof is that already, not only does he look bad, but look at the quarterback competition in Buffalo. Here's what's going on. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is gone. He's a Cleveland Brown, and we'll be talking about that in a minute as well. But the co- the current status of the Buffalo Browns, or the Buffalo Browns, it might be more fitting, the Buffalo Bills quarterback situation is that A.J. McCarron is the starter which I agree with. I think A.J. McCarron was a guy that deserves a starting opportunity. He was solid in his short stints with the Bengals, and he is a young player. You might as well give him a shot. Um, He is right now the starter. The guy that he's beating out currently, but was in a rotation with as of last week, is the notoriously bad Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman, who can't help himself but throw interceptions. It's like how people have Tourette's. Nathan Peterman has the same thing with throwing interceptions. He just can't help. He's out at dinner and he's throwing the bread away to the waiter. It's like, here, take it. Just take it back to the kitchen. Ah! Like he's a mess. So Nathan Peterman sucks. He's been rotating in for the starting gig. And Josh Allen's been clearly the third string guy. Clearly the third string guy to Nate Peterman. No, it's, it's so bad. The bills are just so dumb. And this is another case. So, Josh Allen sucks. Uh, A.J. McCarron's probably going to be the starter there. Now we go to the guy who's going to be the rookie of the year, and that's Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield's going to get a late start on his rookie of the year candidacy, most likely, because uh, Hugh Jackson, and I feel bad for him because he's going through a lot right now. Um, they're, they're the hard knocks team, so that is is going to be something fun to watch, and I'm certainly going to try to watch that show. But Hugh Jackson, he just lost his mom. He lost his brother all within the past two, three weeks. So he's going through a lot. But he's making some bad decisions. I don't know if if the emotional stuff is affecting him or what. But uh, man, I you got to question his methodology here because Baker Mayfield is coming out and he looks impressive. He hasn't thrown an interception in camp, which I, I mean, again, guys are practicing things and it's nice that he hasn't, but it doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, but he looks good. Hugh Jackson's even said that he's exceeded expectations, and the guy that he's competing with is Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor is like one of the worst guys that deserves a starting job. He's he, he's totally acceptable and he won't ruin your team. He's not awful as a quarterback, but he's not inspiring by any way and he's had enough opportunities to play at this point. Hugh Jackson is is treating it as, as a very firm decision that Tyrod Taylor is going to start. And when you consider the potential around that team and the quality that Baker Mayfield was as a college player, his intangibles, the guy, he's got no problem attacking people to defend himself. Like Colin Coward brought him down and tried to ambush him. He was having none of that. So I love everything about Baker Mayfield. He's performing well. And for whatever reason, Hugh Jackson wants to stick with Tyrod Taylor. I just don't understand that. And I'm and saying what I've said about Taylor is more supportive than a lot of people will give you. They think a lot of people think Tyrod Taylor is total trash, but I think the guy is again deserving of a starting spot. But man, when you have the number one pick in the draft and he looks that good, as all the reports are indicating, you start that kid. And I, maybe this is a psychological thing. And by the time it gets to the beginning of the season, and, and Hugh Jackson's like, well, you know, I was just playing games with Baker Mayfield and giving him that motivation to really earn it in camp, but I don't think so. It doesn't make a lot of sense to give first-team reps to Tyrod Taylor over Baker Mayfield just because you think it'll motivate Mayfield a little bit more. I mean, the guy is good. He's talented. Get him as many reps with those guys as possible and let him grow. There's a good cast around Baker Mayfield. Like, 
you've got Josh Gordon, you've got Jarvis Landry, um, you have Chubb, who they drafted, they've got Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. That's a talented team. If you think David Njoku is going to figure it out, who was a highly drafted tight end for them last year, it's a lot of weapons. Get that kid those reps. But Hugh Jackson's holding back. And, and, and Look, I'm the Baker Mayfield fanboy. I am a hashtag Mayfield man, and I have no shame in that. So I think Allen, again, is, I, I think Allen sucks. He's going to be the bust of the draft, and Josh Allen, or in, uh, Baker Mayfield, rather, is going to be the rookie of the year. And those are my, those are my predictions. I'm just going to throw them out right now. Uh, why not? Baker Mayfield, I think, is going to be the rookie of the year. It's just, hey, he's a quarterback, and that's how things go. Now, other quarterback battles, because there, there is a lot of stuff going on. Right now, it is still a competition with Rosen and Bradford. From what I've heard, uh, there's no there's no serious winner right now in this situation. I would figure Bradford has the nod just because he's a, he, he's been around and he is a veteran. The same reason why Hugh Jackson is leaning on Tyrod Taylor. I would assume that's way, the way things are right now in Arizona. Uh, Case Keenum is the new quarterback in Denver. And not that he's in any sort of battle to speak of. He is the starting quarterback, but it's noteworthy at least that he also hasn't thrown a pick, so I guess he's looking good over there. Maybe it's not a one-year fluky situation that he had with Minnesota. We'll see. Andrew Luck, by the way, has been throwing a football, which is amazing. Um, He's been injured for the past, like, two, three years. They had him play a complete season, hurt, On his shoulder. I mean, the Colts have been one of the most poorly managed teams ever since 2012. When Andrew Luck got there, they have been so poorly managed. And a good example of this is they just recently released one of the, or I guess it was Jack Muhort, retired. Now, when that happened, the Colts have no players, not a single guy from 2013 or 2014 on the roster. None. Zero. That's awful. You know, it's it's four and five years ago. That's at the point where you're getting those guys, and they've already gotten a second contract because they're a late round pick, and by two by two or three years, their contract is up, and they've earned it. Or your number one picks have gone through their progression, and you're extending them or in the process of extending them. They don't have any of those guys, and for Andrew Luck, that's the world that he's had to live in, and he's got a massive. Herculean battle on his hands, but he is getting himself back into shape and he's been throwing a lot. And for the good thing is for the people who, you know, bash the preseason and all that, what you get now is Andrew Luck possibly playing extended snaps in the preseason because they want to build that arm strength back up and and really get him reps because he didn't get to play all of last season. They just mismanaged the thing so horribly. And, And by the way, the the criminal nature of going out there and saying, yeah, well, well we think he's going to be ready for week one. We think he's going to be ready for week six. Oh, maybe he'll be ready for the end of the season. And he wasn't for any of those, and there was really no shot the whole time. It's just, it's embarrassing. The Colts are an embarrassment. Jim Ursay is an embarrassment. And uh, I, I don't know how Andrew Luck does it. I feel bad for the guy. And I hope whenever his contract's up, he goes somewhere else because they are doing everything in their power to ruin him, which maybe is just the curse of 2012 quarterbacks. Robert Griffin III, by the way, played in that Ravens-Bears preseason game, and he is a backup quarterback with the Ravens. So, uh, with all of that, we will conclude the maiden voyage 
of football moves. I want to thank you so much for listening to this show. Again, I'm Vince Quinn. I'm going to be covering the NFL with you every single week. And if you've got questions that you would like me to answer on the show, I would certainly love to start up a mailbag. And, and by all means, you can find me on Twitter at It's Vince Quinn. All one word, It's Vince Quinn. And you can just DM me. The DMs are open. You can just tag me in the tweet, however you want to do it. But I'm certainly open to that. Would love to do it. And um, that's all I got. I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Go Birds Podcast, a radio.com podcast. 